Well, hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Thatcham Voices on the St Barnabas Thatcham podcast. As you'll know if you've listened in to any of our other episodes, in this series we are having conversations with people from across our community to hear the different stories of people's experiences in the last few months during the coronavirus pandemic, and just to get a sense of some of the challenges that different groups in our community have been facing, and also some of those hopeful stories and the positive things that have been emerging from this time too. And all of that really is with the hope of helping us to understand each other and our experiences better and so that we can be a better support to each other in the community as we go forwards. So today um, we have a very special guest with us. We have Mike Cole who needs no introduction but is the Mayor of Thatcham and he's going to come speak to us about um, his own experience during this time and also about some of the things that the council have been doing to support residents and I know if you're one of those people who's benefited from the volunteer service you'll know what a big impact that's made in our town during this time. So let's hear from Mike. Hi Mike, so welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for coming on, we really appreciate it. Hi Nicola, absolute pleasure. Good. Um, so would you like, I was just saying, I don't think you probably need much introduction in Thatcham, but would you like to say a few words to introduce yourself and maybe tell us a bit about what life has been like as mayor during coronavirus time? I'm sure it's been a very interesting time. That's a Chinese, uh, ancient curse, isn't it? May you really <laughs> interesting times. <Yeah. laughs> yes, I'm, I'm Mike Cole. I'm the, uh, the mayor of Thatcham. Uh, and uh, life under coronavirus, yes, as you say, interesting. I, I've learned whole new skills. Um, Zoom seems to be, and and other uh, devices are available. Uh, <laughs> that th- that seems to have taken over our lives at the moment, isn't it? It has. We all wish we had shares in Zoom now, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and the, the the lovely thing is, if you have regular meetings, you've been seeing people, especially those of you who have hair. I'm I'm more follically challenged, so I've been okay. Um, but the, the poor people who have hair, um, the blokes are gradually getting more and more of a bird's nest on top of their head. It's been uh, it's <laughs> yeah. been an amazing sight. Yeah, gosh. But that actual mayoral stuff, um, obviously, very, very little because um, we, we haven't really been allowed out or, or enabled us to to get together. Uh, but obviously, a huge amount behind the scenes in terms of uh, everything that the council's been uh, doing to to try and ease the situation for for the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and could you tell us a bit about that? About what the council's been doing during this time? Yeah, certainly. Um, the the main thing I think has been organising our amazing volunteers um uh, i think a couple of days um after lockdown was announced we had uh, an emergency committee meeting of the council where we decided that we would put out a request for volunteers mm-hmm. um who may be able to to do things because obviously we, we were going to see that people over 70 those with medical conditions were going to have issues with getting out and about, getting to shops, getting medicines and uh, and and uh, everything else that they might need, even basic shopping requirements, because it was uh, it was prior to the government announcing that they would be helping out the shielded with parcels, etc. And I can remember saying at the time, "Well, we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see how many volunteers we get." 
Um, if we get uh, 50 to 100, that'll be, that'll be lovely. We can do then um, a lot with, uh, with that number of people. We actually ended up getting almost 300. Um, wow, and bearing in mind that these the the majority of people who sort of have more time these days tend to be those retired uh, a lot of the club societies charities etc within the town rely on people say over the age of 70 well yeah. you, can't, you can't you weren't allowed out um if yeah. you were were over the age of 70 so all of our amazing volunteers are people um under that age um, mm-hmm. who may potentially, and, and quite a lot of them that I've spoken to, uh, have actually said, well, I never really thought of volunteering before now. I vaguely thought it would be nice to do something, but we haven't really had the mechanism. Uh, of course, if they were furloughed, uh, not doing anything, they've then got the time. They've been able to to step up. So there's a whole raft of, of people who've never actually been involved previously uh, in um, volunteering and, and doing things. Uh, so that whole new piece has been been absolutely wonderful. Yeah, that's fascinating, isn't it? So it's sort of brought a whole new group of people, you know, into that role and maybe seeing, um, I think, you know, you get a real benefit, don't you, from volunteering as well. You get that real sense of um, meaning that you're getting from it. So oh, yeah, um, you know, it's sort of brought those people to your attention and maybe brought something new for them. So. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, we, we've had the, the volunteers. That was that was our the, the main thing. We to mm. to run that program. We've um, had three out of the eight council staff um, mm. have been actually committed to to that from uh, taking telephone calls to arranging to pick up the the bulk prescriptions from the the chemists, uh, and then obviously asking the the, the volunteers to to take those prescriptions, to take the shopping for people um, out and around. Uh, and then we, we've done various other things. We, we saw fairly early on that there was a bit of a lack of information um, for people on all sorts of things, not only the coronavirus itself, but mm. there, there was quite a lot of, uh, of information on there, but sort of things like where to get food, um, I know that that sounds that sounds a, a fairly basic, um, but where to get food if you were struggling financially? Um, where to get uh, access to the the food banks? Where to get education support? Uh, sorry, income support, not education support. Uh, and then the whole education piece with uh, parents having to to self educate kids. Yeah. Um, so some advice on really signposting there as to to where to get information from even down to things like well-being health which was obviously vitally important as uh, as we got especially further and further into the the process uh, and a whole load of helpline supports um mm. so we we prepared a, a four-page um leaflet which again our amazing volunteers uh, distributed to to every house in Thatcham, um, and uh, ones that don't perhaps normally get uh, uh, the deliveries up on Crookham, Crookham Common and places like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So that that was something else. Even from from that, even down to daft things or what seemed daft things, but they were important. Um, toilet rolls, for example, yeah, um, were in total. You couldn't get them for love nor money. No, it was uh, terrible, when, wasn't it? When, when it started, oh, yeah. we, we've obviously got a supplier of our toilet rolls. 
Um, yeah. So we just got a supply of toilet rolls and we're selling them off at uh, cost from the, the council offices. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, and, that's so good. Hearing, hearing aid batteries. Um, oh, we got a supply of hearing aid batteries because people were running out of hearing aid batteries and couldn't get them. Um, yeah. So yeah, all all sorts of all sorts of uh, things. I mean, the council staff have been amazing. They've been they've come up with all sorts of innovative things to uh, to do. Um, so yeah. from from that point of view, actually, it's it's been a a, a really positive experience in uh, in some ways, daft as that may sound. No, I know that's really interesting. Yeah, and it is those those things, isn't it, that are, that are small but very important when you don't have them so that oh, we absolutely. You know, normally sort of take for granted. And really interesting what you're saying about the signposting to some of these organisations because you know many people never would have needed the food bank before and you know wouldn't even know perhaps it was there or how to access it. So oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, that's really helpful. Mm. And, and I, I think that's that's another one that's going to to becoming more to the fore obviously we've we've seen a lot of people furloughed um but now sadly we're seeing people being made redundant uh and, yes. and i know some of the income uh, support the universal credit etc sometimes takes some time to to come through so I, I think more and more people are likely to be needing to access some of these voluntary services like the food bank yes. um, sadly it's it's kind of you know, we're some of the effects, some of the wash out of this has, has only just started to be felt. Yes, that's it. It's going to be ongoing challenges in those areas. That's right. But the, mm. the, the volunteers were, were just amazing. As I say, we've got nearly, had nearly 300 of them um, mm. doing all sorts of things. I, I think at peak we were doing something like 200, or they were delivering something like 280 to 300 prescriptions per week. Wow. Um, from, from Boots and, and Lloyd's pharmacy um they were doing sort of 40 to 50 food parcels to to people or shopping um deliveries to to people um and and a whole raft of other things including things i know you've been involved with um phoning um phoning people who were who were isolated and uh, and, and were in a um, sort of a, a bad way just that that befriending that uh, um, the churches kindly took on um uh, that, that's been really supportive to people as well it's been uh, incredibly isolating and still is for a lot of people isn't it in in the area so just that simple thing of a a phone call you know once a day i think makes such a difference yes that's right and the, the lovely thing is that uh, a lot of uh, the, there's actually been a lot of friendships that seem to have come out of this um people who've been speaking to people people who've been regularly dropping off um prescriptions for them uh, and i know at least of of two people uh, or two sets of people um who would kind of sort of meet up when all this is over and have a have a cup of coffee because they've they've really got to know people over the over the course of the last uh, three or four months so that's that's been really nice as well that's great yeah that's lovely so what um in your opinion has been most challenging for thatcham during this time i think it's it's for the the residents um that there's obviously two things there's the, the the physical side obviously the the fear of what may happen uh especially in the initial um stages it was uh, it was a frightening place to to be um across the country and Thatcham was was no different uh so i, I think that that initial that initial fear um uh, 
and then I think we've we've touched on it the the isolation the the, the social exclusion and the problems that that has been causing to to people uh, just in terms of not being able to see anybody not being able to talk you know, human beings love yeah. human interaction don't they um, yeah. and not to be able to to have that has has been i know causing problems for for a lot of people uh, and then kids with uh, sorry families with kids at school um, just this whole trying to juggle working from home at the same time as um, homeschooling and uh, and and everything that uh, parents have have been having to do. That's that's I know been a huge challenge for for many many people. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, yeah, it's um, on all levels, isn't it? Everyone's faced had a slightly different story, but faced their own set of challenges. I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I, I think we've, you know, we, we, we've still, uh, we've come a long way with, with mental health issues over the last 10, 20, 30 years. But I still think there's still something in the back of people's mind occasionally, which says, well, I, I, I should be able to cope. Why aren't I coping? Yeah. Um, rather than, as, as someone uh, once put it, it's okay not to be okay. Yes, uh, and I, I think we we still have this sort of terribly British stiff upper lip um, occasionally, um, especially with, uh, with with mental health issues, and that that in, by itself paradoxically causes more stress sometimes. Yeah, absolutely, and I think there's that sense of um, yeah, like you say, in the the I sort of need to be okay, and and sort of pushing ourselves when actually, you know, we've all together been through a hugely difficult and anxious time, and there will there are effects of that for us all, aren't there? And how we feel, and and our worries, and like we're saying with um, people's jobs, um, being concerned about changes there. So you know, it's it's completely natural that we struggle. I think it'd be strange if we didn't, almost in some ways. So oh, yeah. yeah, that's it. So reaching out to each other and just acknowledging that I think is so important. And yeah, hopefully, the more we can do that, the more we can just say, oh yeah, you know, actually. I found that too, and I found that hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, it gets back to to talking, doesn't it? Um, yeah. And to having someone to talk to, having someone to to share these these issues with, and and, and find out that you're you're not alone. Yes. Um, that other people have got exactly the same um, issues or a slightly different set of issues, but at core, um, everyone in some way, shape, or form is is struggling. Yeah. Um, to 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 varying degrees, but I, I can't think of anyone who could actually put hand on heart and say they've been totally unaffected by by the. Yes, it'd be quite them. strange, wouldn't it? I think. I probably question whether they've been telling the truth or not. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, it's it's human and normal to be affected by the things that happen around you. So yeah. And how about um, the sort of business community in Thatcham? Have you had any sense of how they've been getting on? Yeah, we, we've um, uh, some of the support that they had. I know the retailers, a lot of the retailers had the um, government support, the 10,000, um, which kept a lot of them going. Um, sadly, there are a couple of um, businesses that haven't reopened. But we, we did a, 
uh, a film, a video, um, or really to advertise the fact that Thatcham is is now back open again. Food shops mm-hmm. obviously been open. The market's been open for for food supplies uh, throughout the the pandemic. We we made a decision to keep the market um, open as a as a town council. Um, purely and simply to give people the the option of uh, of having alternatives to um, queuing for an awfully long time at supermarkets, etc. Uh, so Thatcham is is now kind of fully open again. We we did the film. I went round um, and we were doing going into various shops and, and getting them to come out and say what they were doing to make people safe with perspex screens and certain number of people in each shop at any one time depending on the the size of the shop so they're reopening but our local retailers are going to be struggling um, yeah. especially the the independents um, yeah. because although it was lovely to feel the buzz back into thatcham on that friday a couple of weeks back mm. when we went down and did the filming but it's very noticeable that the Kingston Centre car park, which would normally be absolutely full uh, on a Friday, had quite a lot of spaces. People, you know, quite understandably, were not thinking, I, I must go into to Thatcham and, and do some shopping because everyone within this has got their own perception of of risk, their own, their own sort of inbuilt fears, if you like. Mm-hmm. um of of going out so everyone's going to have a totally different perception of of what they consider to be risk-free acceptable um side of uh, of risks so the town is nowhere near as busy um as it has been uh, and hopefully that will will build because hopefully we we seem in west berkshire to be particularly blessed with a very low incidence um, yeah. Certainly, compared to some of the other areas of the the country, uh, we've had a, a very low incidence, which has uh, has obviously been um, fantastic from from our purely parochial point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think the the retailers will take quite a long time to to recover. Pubs, of course, restaurants, um, Thatcham as a as a lot of those in the hospitality sector. Uh, yeah. And they are going to be struggling purely and simply because if you only get half the people in, you only get by and large half the takings. Uh, yeah. And with social distancing, etc., you you can't have as many people in as you used to. Mm, yeah, it's definitely something to be mindful of. Mm. Um, and then, and then for the wider business community outside of the the retail sector, um, a, a lot of those I know have been. Well, using technology, we've mentioned um, Zoom and, and other applications. Uh, mm. I've been using that a lot. Uh, and there, there are, I think there's possibly a realisation that you don't necessarily have to have everyone in one large office. It's going to be very interesting to see how that uh, pans out. Yes, that will. Yeah, the changes in things that um, companies maybe thought weren't, possible before suddenly have had to be so yeah it'd be interesting to see how patterns of work change Mm, yeah absolutely Mm. I had an interesting conversation on my last interview with somebody from um, Amy who runs an eco business in Thatcham and she was saying that um, it's been really great for them actually as a sort of community of traders that used to have their eco market at St Mary's and she was saying that because they've had stock of things that bigger uh, retailers haven't had 
and they've had a lot of new customs. So that was really positive to hear. Um, but yeah, and saying no in terms of they're hoping to sort of spread the message about some of the alternatives and plastic-free items. Said so that's that's really um, boomed for them. So I thought, oh, good, look, good news. <laughs> that's yeah. always nice. Yes. Yeah, there, there are there are there are quite a lot of nuggets of of good news within all the yeah. all the, all the gloom and despondency. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and what other things have made you feel hopeful in this time? Oh, the huge outswell of community spirit um, yeah. within the town. I've, I've said for years and years and years to anyone who will listen, especially people who live outside Thatcham, um, that we are, again, blessed with an amazing sense of community within our town. Yes. Uh, and the enhancement of that from the number of people who volunteered formally to WhatsApp groups being set up in in individual roads, people looking out for their neighbours, people doing odd little little acts of of kindness um, for people. That whole community spirit has has been absolutely amazing. Um, My hope is that, again, a lot of people who necessarily might not have had the time to volunteer or for various things or thought they might not have the the time we'll actually then get involved with within our churches clubs societies charities um uh, and feel that sense of sense of inclusion within thatcham so again that builds and builds on the the sense of community that we have within our community i I, so i'm i'm very hopeful that that is going to be again something that's going to be positive that's going to come out of this uh, this horrible situation yeah definitely definitely something to hope for there mm-hmm. well thank you so much for taking the time to just chat a bit about how things have been going and, and share about the work of the volunteers there that was it was very interesting to hear all about that and i hope it all continues to go really well and like you say that that um that brilliant community spirit that we have in Thatcham just continues to flourish as we face whatever's coming down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks very much. Take care. Okay, thanks, Nicola. Bye Bye now. Bye. Bye. So thanks again, Mike, for joining us. And thank you, all of you, for listening in. And I hope that helps you to reflect a bit on some of the challenges that we faced, but also some of the hopes and the opportunities that we've had in this time as well. So I'll see you all again really soon for another episode to share another story from our community. Bye, everyone.